We went on a roller coaster with our kids. This was early. We went to SeaWorld in San Antonio for spring break. But the first coaster we got on was called the Steel Eel. We knew nothing about it. It moved 65 miles an hour. I have a five-year-old that barely made the height requirement. And he sat by his mother. And when they rode on the coaster, he made this noise. She honestly thought he was going to pass out due to the speed and velocity of this coaster because it was huge. Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for people we love, and that's probably you. My name's Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what's the word of the day? It's the word of the day. Yeah, yeah, it's the word of the day. Oh, yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. The word of the day uh, is summer, as in fun in the sun. Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> yes, We like summer, and we hope you do too. And we are thankful for summer and all of the reviews on our podcast. So, friends, please go over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, share, rate, review. Do all the things. Yes, if you do not give us a five-star review, we are a five-star only podcast here. We will bring the doom and gloom of a summer storm upon you. That's rough. I do not like summer storms. They just come out of nowhere. Yeah. One minute you're about to take the kids out for a nice walk and the next second you're inside doing coloring crafts because you ain't going No, the there. next second you're sprinting. You are sprinting <laughs> to avoid said rain. <laughs> so today we are talking all about summer. What are some of your favorite things, Chad, about the summer? Well, I live in a place that is eternally summer. In the in the metropolis that is Lake Jackson, Texas, south of Houston, we have uh, 1.2 seasons. We have summer, hot and humid, and then we have like two weeks of winter that everyone owns parkas for. It's very interesting. So, but for me, when you begin to get into the rhythm of a summer, you know, the rhythm will get you, like Gloria Estefan taught us. We find that... There are things that I love, like I love how much my kids love summer. I love uh, the the coolness of a kid coming inside, super duper, just sweaty and gross. I love them wanting to go get ice cream or snow cones or those cool Louisiana style snow cones with ice cream in the middle. You ever had one of those bad boys? Fancy. Yes. So well, if there's anything we can say about Louisiana, it's fancy. Just some things that happen in the summer that I'm like, that's that's what I look forward to. It's like summer only things. So like Christmas in July, camp, family reunions, the Olympics. Like there's just some things that happen during the summer that happen no other time. Well, I mean, the Olympics happen in the winter too, but we're talking about the summer Olympics. So I'm super pumped about this episode. Lydia, when you used a word, a four letter word that we can say on air, and that is the word camp. As a matter of fact, our friendship was developed through camp. Yeah, I get that question a lot of like, how do you know Chad? Where do you know him from? And I'm like, camp. We did camp. Yeah, it's such a small world. We never did camp together. Um, but both of us, like you came from the angle of working for an organization, correct? Yep, yep. And when you work from an organiza- for an organization that plans summer camps, 
your whole year revolves around summer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, they start planning even the theme and direction and like um, where they're going to go biblically and spiritually, like years in advance. And so it's kind of cool to be a part of that process um, with the Christian camps, but then also, I mean, they, they plan activities and what that's going to look like and production and video and just all this kind of stuff. So it's, I love it. I miss it so much. Um, but it's really cool to see that camps are rocking and rolling again this summer. I know you're traveling to see some camps. Your students are headed out. You're visiting and doing your thing with camps. Uh, I love summer camp. And I know there is, a, it is not really reality, but I think we've got to be okay with that. Mm. Um, kids begin to make decisions and stuff. And, and they make real sincere decisions that are going to affect them a lot of times for the rest of their lives. And I love it. I love everything about it. I love the idea of sitting down and saying, okay, this is the theme of said camp. Let me work through what I'm going to speak about. I love last week. I had this really a couple things happened last week. Last week, my students came to a camp that I was preaching, but it's like they lost a bet. They said, well, <laughs> we'll go hear our pastor. And that was fun. We get home from that. I go see my little guys. We go to kid camp with an organization, too, that I love and have a great relationship with. Uh, we came and uh, or I drove up to see them, and that was super fun, too. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love everything about camp. Do you have a favorite camp game that kids play? Um, I, I love all the stage driven stuff. So, I mean, you know, you guys know my background is in theater and no, tell I did us a lot about of that. <laughs> tell us about your background in theater. Uh, and so, um, I also was in, um, just, a, I did a lot of camp videos and, um, was, was in some of the, the stuff that they were showing at camp, but I really love the moments where the kids get to get on stage when all their friends are yelling their name and chanting their name and the, you know, in the crowd and they get up there and they just do some crazy messy game where they, I don't know, they, they do something like they're looking for something in flower or they're trying to put on the baggy clothes and run across stage or do some sort of hula hoop thing or they got to, you know, toss it or whatever. I love that kind of stuff because it gets everybody excited and pumped. They're all cheering on each other. Lydia, you are underselling your involvement in camp videos. Friends, if you are unfamiliar, Lydia uh, Campbell, now McMillan, or McMillan, then Campbell, however you want to word that, she starred in a trilogy called Adventure Now, where she found true love, if I'm not mistaken, in the in this video <laughs> series. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was fun. I was actually at an event last night, um, and uh, someone came up to me and was like, were you in those kids camp videos that I saw? You were a kid. And I was actually like, um, I was 26 when I filmed those. <laughs> She thought I was actually a child, but yeah, those were the days. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I still reminisce and go back and my kids are like, can we watch that video? That was really fun, but not, they don't want to watch it for me. They want to watch it because um, of the whole premise of the story of me being left behind and having to, uh, me and my character brother were um, doing a restaurant and my parents had left and we were selling food and trying to not kill the people who are eating our food. So they love that. <laughs> we, 
we'll we'll share some screenshots of, of Lydia's um, IMDb <laughs> and such. I do uh, have an IMDb. <laughs> I'm Lydia Campbell number two. <laughs> pardon me. Can't hear you for the flex. <laughs> oh, that cracks me up so much. Oh, so I love, so I love stage games. I saw one online where they blindfolded kids and they put fortune cookies all over the stage, but they told the kid that they were walking on uh, crabs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I love Gaga ball, a big Gaga ball oh, pit yeah. outside. I love some dodgeball. Uh, for me, in my earlier years, I used to go spend three and four hours in the gym during assigned recreation time i would go hoop and then i would go hoop more at free time i probably need to get back to that now i'm just trying to you know get a couple of sprint laps in so yeah i love it yeah it's great i love everything about kids showing up it it's incredible and my kids love camp so lydia um, tell us maybe you've never mentioned are you athletic and sporty no i took I took basketball and volleyball when I was there at my sports camp. Um, I did some time on the church league softball. I did, I think I did just one year in church league. I mean, I did the books for a number of years, obviously, because I'm good at that sort of thing. But when it comes to actually playing the game and being on the field or on the court or wherever you do those things, I'm, I'm not one to, they didn't ask me back. What like what's the games. what's the weirdest thing that ever happened to you at a summer camp? Well, I remember in fourth grade, I was eating, you know, lunch with everyone, and I slipped on. I guess it was a grape or a banana peel. I don't know what it was, and I fell, and it was kind of like in the you know, whenever you watch like cartoons where everything goes up in the air and it all crashes. And I think everything was plastic, but I like, I look up at a girl thinking she was a counselor and go, what do I do? And she's like, I don't know. And then I was like, where do I go from here? What do I do? And I was so embarrassed, like the rest of my time at camp. Cause I was like, everyone knows me as the girl that fell in the lunchroom. It's fine. I've recovered. There are better, there are worse titles for sure. Uh, but that was like the first moment where I was just like, oh, this is humiliating. And I'm at camp and I'm also not athletic and they all know I'm not athletic. And I feel like a poser here at a sports camp. Uh, for me, I was at your alma mater actually working at summer camp. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where we were playing. A, there was a softball game, had some kids out there, had some staff, had some support staff. And the guy who was playing, uh, he was the umpire, but he also wanted to play on the team. And his girlfriend at the time was uh, sitting over on the bleachers watching him play. And everyone else was playing church softball with their old sneakers, and they're barely paying attention. And if I remember correctly, there was a seven-foot Russian in right field who's on the basketball team, but he never played softball in his life. This guy decided that he wanted to hit so his girlfriend could see him hit. He'd been playing. He'd been umpiring. So he gets the bat. He hits a ball, and he really hit the ball pretty far, and he took off running around the bases. But the field was not – it was ill-prepared for him having on cleats, but not just cleats, spiked cleats. 
mm. like metal cleats, the kind that Major League Baseball players wear, because that's what you should wear at a church pickup softball game. He rounded third base and went toward home and slid in. And when he did, you heard his ankle snap. Oh, no. When his ankle snapped, he started yelling because that's terrible and awful. And I hate that for him. Should have known better. Don't wear those shoes. When his ankle snapped, he started yelling this girl's name at the top of his lungs. Hey, let's imagine her name was uh, Adrian. Adrian. We'll ima- <laughs> visualize that he's Rocky. When he snapped his ankle, he started yelling, Adrian, Adrian. It was mortifying. We had a Russian. We had a Rocky. We, we had a, we were playing softball with them. It was terrible. Terrible. What'd you do? And my what roommate happened? Had- I mean, we called the emergency room and they came and toted him off. But my roommate at the time leaned over and said, hey, bro, you got to get yourself together. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Hope Poe, my wife, you know, I, I met her at camp as well. My And she was a backpacker. Many a weird things happens on the backpacking trail at a summer camp. They... So we were in deep Mississippi anyway, like Jackson, Mississippi area. And she takes 25 kids out hiking every week. Do you know how much fun it is to hike in Mississippi? Mm. It ain't. No thanks. No thanks. So, all right. So Lydia, summer, it's not just camp. What are other great things that happen? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I don't know how fluent you are in Hallmark Channel movies, but they have Christmas in July. They are showing Christmas movies the whole month of July. People just trying to make them Benjamins. That's all they're doing. They don't care about your your Christmas or your summer or your Independence Day. All they care about is green. That's the way of the world these days. Everybody just trying to make money. I've downloaded the app. I'm ready to watch some Christmas movies in July. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited about it. I also did it at Christmas time, so bring it on. I love summer movies, and right now, I'm preparing my heart to go see A Quiet Place, Mm. too, and to see Black Widow, because we're returning. Everything, it feels like nature is healing. You know, that was a popular uh, caption a few weeks ago. I'm going to be eating popcorn in a movie theater. Yeah. Good times. Is, have you watched Loki yet? Lydia. Yes. I, I delayed recording this podcast so I could watch Loki. That's what I do. I still need to catch that for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to see any summer movies, but I always also think of like family reunions. Ew. You, well, for me, it's not, I don't. I mean, we go see family and visit them, and I love them. And summertime is a good time because my husband, he's a school teacher, so it just makes sense. We're on summer break. Let's go visit family. But also the Southern Baptist annual meeting. That's well, a, hold on. That's a, you short You short sold your husband. Josh is not just a school teacher. He is a school teacher and state champion cross country coach. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. He's been giving me, he get, every now and then he sends me a text I'll, or I'll send him a text asking questions about running and he'll give me just his, 
he'll he'll offer me you know pity advice. Like, He's hey, the man. unofficial coach of the Hold On podcast. He keeps he us is. in line, man. Hop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, last um, this past week, I went to the uh, Southern Baptist Convention's annual meeting. That was a blast. Got to see some folks. Well, walk us through that. Now, friends, if you don't realize, Lydia and I have Southern Baptist background. Her her mom and her dad, um, or her dad was a pastor of a Southern Baptist church. No, not her mom. Don't question her. They're not liberals or, or whatever word that is used to describe people these days that don't agree <laughs> with your philosophical <sighs> system. <laughs> um tell us about that lid i grew up in like southern baptistum and i don't know i've just always watched it on live stream and i love it and it's kind of like when i'm there in person it's like seeing old folks like my dad he went to southeastern seminary and so i just get to see a lot of people who i grow up with and know and um I, I worked with a lot of people at different organizations and i just got to see a, a ton of people and so yeah, it's the fun. nerdiest thing to love. Let's just be honest. Like, people kept texting me questions like, hey, are you going to be at the SBC? And my reply was usually something to the effect of I'd rather be in the desert. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not really my thing. I, I would rather be, uh, you know, anywhere else. But the numbers this year were historic. Yes. Tell us about yes. your experience as a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're an Enneagram wing one. That's what you call your number. One wing two. Yeah. One wing two. Uh, tell me about your experience as a person who likes to control things, who decided not to leave her house for 15 months, who is now just out and about flaunting that Johnson and Johnson vaccine. We're living the life, living the dream. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And I wasn't really fully prepared for that. But um, yeah, it was exciting. Everyone was super happy to be there, I guess you could say. Um, it was a good old time. I was just there for the the reunion part. I wanted to say hey to people I hadn't seen in so long. I wanted to meet and greet. And I uh, got to see Jamie Ivy. Shout out to Jamie Ivy. Love you so much. Women in work. It was absolutely great event. And so that's the real reason why I was there was to see people hang out and go to that event. And it was awesome. They had a big vote, didn't they? Yeah, man. Everybody getting out there to vote. Every other year, again, a little inside baseball. If you are a member of the Southern Baptist Convention, every other year there is a vote as to who the new president should be. And this year was an incredibly contentious election due to uh, varying uh, views of the way the church should treat certain things. There was the, the way of um, one side, and then there was the correct way. And the the one side people decided to decorate things like they're pirates. It was a very unique, con you know, pirates, like, you know, Jack Sparrow. Um, anyhow, contentious election, big time. Yes. And my favorite part of the whole event is when people are out of order or just don't understand. They use Robert's rules of order as far as how to conduct this gigantic meeting. And Barry McCarty is the parliamentarian that keeps people, you know, in line. And so when he has to come up to the mic and tell, like, explain things or do things, 
he's just so kind and so nice. And he's like, please stop. You're out of order. And I just, it's fantastic. I just love that part. But if you're interested in like SBC, all of these things, you guys need to go check out SBC this week. Uh, my friends, Jonathan Howe and Amy Whitfield, they have a fantastic podcast and they have their website that just kind of explains things of what's going on and like Southern Baptist and all that kind of stuff. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, go check out their things. They're fantastic. I got a blog and episodes, all the stuff. And um, if you're not, then get our hot takes over here and just keep on riding. But we offer hot takes all the time. <laughs> Another thing, we get the Olympics this year. We didn't get them last year. We were supposed to be 2020 Olympics and that never happened. Are they going to so happen this year? 2021 in Tokyo, correct? That's what, that's what I hear. I mean, I think they're doing trials right now. I called my grandma the other day and she's like, oh, I'm watching the, the diving trials. And I said, I haven't watched anything. Big Olympic head, grandma. She's big. Uh, Well, I mean, she's just watching TV, hanging out. The voice isn't on. So she's going to watch the Olympics, you know? (laughs) I did see where Jason Tatum, NBA basketball player, not Luke Longley, decided that he was going to play for the American national team. That's kind of a big deal. So, because there's a big fear with NBA players as to, okay, we you start that globe trotting and gallivanting. Am I going to get something and be sick? So, anyway. That's true. That's true. Well, hey, I got a little Olympic quiz for you. Let's go. Okay. Got it. Just a few questions. Listeners, play along. Um, <clears throat> these are just some basic questions of general Olympic. I don't know what you know about the Olympics. Do you watch the Olympics every, like every two years or three years? I watch the basketball. At. I watch swimming. I watch people sprint. Okay. Okay. That's Those great. are the things I locate, you know, I, I, I love, um, Biles, Simone Biles. She is incredible. Mm. Super goat. Yep. And yep. that's what I watch. All right, so here we go. First question. How many Olympic rings are there? Five. There is a red one, a black one, a yellow one, a blue one, and a green one. Good job. Yes. Do you know what they represent? Flag colors, maybe? Is it made up of the varying flag colors of the world, just all unified there together? Well, it yes, yes, and it also represents the five major regions of the world, like Africa, the Americas, Asia, Europe, and Oceania, and it, it does include every national flag color um, is one of the, the five colors. So, yes, you were right. Very good. My favorite words, you were right. Oh, okay, great. Well, I will never say that again. Um, <laughs> uh Give me three summer Olympic sports. Any three. Basketball. Okay. The 100 meter dash. Okay. And which is track and field. Yes. And swimming. All right. Great. Do you have a favorite? I'm a hoop head, so I love to watch basketball. I, I love the yeah. basketball of it. I love to follow the basketball of it. But I also really do like I, – I, you get into – look, Michael Phelps changed the way that people saw water. Yes, so, without a doubt. Yeah, I like to watch the swimming too. Yeah. I'm really into beach volleyball. Like, I like that sometimes if they're good, like the U.S. team. Um, I also <laughs> – 
I really like gymnastics, obviously, because the 96 team was freaking fantastic with like Carrie Strug and her like broken leg jump, you know, vault, whatever you call it. Um, I do like swimming every now and again, if it's like super competitive or like what she's like Michael Phelps, um, things that I'm not really into, uh, synchronized swimming. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> also, I don't see a lot of like, um, and maybe if, again, if you're into this thing, great, uh, mountain biking, I just have never caught it and I don't know any names and I'm just not really into it. You mean you don't care to watch people ride bikes? No, not really. I do. Sometimes I can kind of get into archery. That fascinates me. Like, I if, if there's something I cannot do, I mean, I can ride a bike. I can't ride a bike like, you know, mountain biking or whatever. But I, you know, mastered it. But I cannot do a bow and arrow to save my life. And so I just look up to those people. You know, Charlie Poe is a, um, the all the Poe kids swim. We're swimmers at the house. And Charlie and Shepard played water polo two years ago. So because they play water polo, yes. And and because they play water polo, we also watched a tad bit of water polo Ah. in the previous, um, uh, you know, iterations of the Olympics. So I like it. I consider that the swimming genre. So yes, yes. Okay. True or false? Gold medals are mostly made out of silver. I'm going to say false. Mm, it's true. Isn't that crazy? I feel like I've my life has been a lie. <laughs> Does it make you feel weird when they bite it? I, I wonder if they're going to bite it this year because of the pandemic stuff. You think they're going to still bite their metals? Like, Maybe. Do you think it's chocolate inside? Is that why they bite it? Is this <laughs> thing filled with a fruit cup? Willy Wonka. All right, last question. What are the official languages of the Olympic movement? There's three of them. English. Okay. French. And? Japanese. (laughs) Well, this year it will be. (laughs) It's always the third language. It's always French and English, but the third language is always the host country's official language. And if the country has more than one official language apart from French or English. So there was you go. Right? Well, I mean, for this year you are, but yes, it's, it's so if they have it in another country uh, where it might be, you know, like if they have it in South America somewhere, it might be like Portuguese or Spanish pending wherever they have it, but it's that third language that always changes. It varies. The, yes. The official language of the the hosting country yeah back to back to me being correct i appreciate that i'm never gonna say it never gonna say it <laughs> what else do you look forward to in the summer chad our rhythm's a little different this year we went on a vacation with some friends that's pretty neat to have friends that you vacation with yeah we went to gatlinburg and we were able to go to dollywood if tell us a, a little listener, bit about that dollywood Well, if you don't know what Dollywood is, Dollywood, and I've explained this to friends in this way, and I feel like it helps communicate. Dollywood is what would happen if Disney World were to get married to an airbrushed moonshine still, and the two of them had a baby. (laughs) Oh, that's a good explanation. 
Yes. Yeah, so we, we Dollywooded it up and that was fun. Rode, rode some rides. I've been there before, but with little kids, I saw so much more of the park and I was able to experience that. I was also, this was supposed to be a low crowd day and I was a little shocked by the number of people that were there. And then it hit me half of their restaurants are closed for whatever reason. So oh. the lines to rides were much simpler than the lines to the restaurants. That's crazy. navigating. Yeah. So I did, I do enjoy the, the vacation uh, of summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get a few holidays in there where you just grill out. I like grilling out. And when I say grilling out, I like that hope hope does all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She's better at things than me. And yeah, I, I do love that summer. I always get to see some friends that I've not seen in a while. Now that we live far away from my crew in Chattanooga. So I'll see them because of travels for work and such. Yeah, I love, yeah, summer's great. When I was a kid, well, I guess I was in high school or something. Um, <clears throat> I went to Dollywood and my family talked me into going on this kitty ride. And we thought it was just like, I don't know, like just you see the animatronics and it's so ridiculous. And then we realized it's an indoor coaster water ride. And I almost, I feel like I, I don't know. I just died because it was terrifying. I didn't know that it was a coaster and I didn't know that you'd come out completely drenched. So that was, that was fun. We went on a roller coaster with our kids. This was early. We went to SeaWorld in San Antonio for spring break, but the first coaster we got on was called the Steel Eel. We knew nothing about it. It moved 65 miles an hour. I have a five-year-old that barely made the height requirement, and he sat by his mother, and when they rode on the coaster, he made this noise. She honestly thought he was going to pass out due to the speed and velocity of this coaster because it was huge. I'm just envisioning that happening. Oh, I love coasters so much. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it now. My old age. I really don't. It's been a couple, been a couple moons. (laughs) A couple of what? Noons? (laughs) Like I've slept since then. It's been a couple moons away. Yeah. Is that what they say here in the States? What is wrong with you right now? I'm still on a high from SBC life. <laughs> you, you saw Jamie Ivy podcast legend. <laughs> I saw all my friends, all my stars. I've seen so many people in the past 48 hours that I have my whole entire life. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Lydia. Yeah, I We're going on family vacate this weekend. And so I've got my spreadsheet. I got what everybody's packing, when they're wearing it, what they're doing, toothbrushes, swimsuits, sunscreen. If I'm leaving something off my list, please contact me. You don't need it. <laughs> Grammy and Papa will go buy it at the Walmarts. You got to grab. Yeah. And then you go. That's right. Because it's the name of this segment. The grab and go. 
Lydia, we love summer, and I think that it's a pretty fantastic time of the year. You're going on that super vacation. Uh, what are things that come to your mind just about what the Bible teaches us about not just this time of year, but ways to consider our lives each day? Yeah, I on my phone, I have an alarm every morning at 6 a.m., Um, and instead of like alarm or wake up, it says, this is the day the Lord has made, which is in Psalms. And, uh, there are just days that I am like, not ready to get up and get ready and motivated. And that kind of helps me start the day with just a reminder that no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what's going on, um, this is still the day the Lord has made. And it, it calls us to rejoice and be glad in it. And there are just some days that are really tough. And there are some days that are absolutely fantastic and awesome and wonderful. And those are all days that the Lord has made. And so just the reminder, no matter what your day is like, it's still the Lord's day. And to rejoice and be glad in it, no matter the circumstances of life. And there's a lot to rejoice about now. And so enjoy the great things that God has in store for you. And so summer is just that for me. What about you? I love when we read Psalm 48, one, uh, great is the Lord and most worthy of praise in the city of our God, his holy mountain. It is beautiful in its loftiness, the joy of the whole earth. We, we think about who our God is and, and how he works. And it's pretty neat to see the things that come full circle during the summer, things that I appreciate more. Now I'll be real with you. I'm ready for summer to be over when summer's over because I'm not a summer person. I can't wait for the fall episode, but the idea of us realizing that we get these our rhythm shifts during the summer and when the rhythm shifts you're reminded there was a god who was good to us who gave us this he gave us these reminders with these seasons even if it's shifting with weather or what or not he gave us these seasons so that we would stop we would consider all that he's done and i just love that so lydia i'm so glad that we have recorded this summer podcast. I would love for you to let the good folks know the way they can stay in touch with both you and me. Yeah. So we are at hold on podcast on Instagram or Insta, if you will, and Twitter. We are at hold on pod on Facebook and we also have our Facebook group. We're just asking random questions. I want to hear y'all's hot takes on uh, the Olympics and all that fun. So come check us out over there and we'll see you then. Thanks so much to our sponsors, uh, Alabama Sweet Tea Company, the best sweet tea in the business, as well as our friend Megan from Megan's Mickey Dream Vacations. And our newest sponsor, 52 Threads. So make sure you look up all of those guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.